Hello, Earthlings. Welcome to Intuitive Body. This is Janya Wong Sopa. I am here to share with you ways to cultivate relationships with Earth and Sky through the felt sense, strengthen the intuition, support, personal health, and nurture collective well being. You are invited. To tap into what is seen above, singed below, vibrated all around, and felt within. I would like to start out today's reflection by asking you what have been revealing. In your life, because we had that beautiful, powerful, dreamy. Full moon in Pisces last Tuesday, and I picked out a card, the Taoist Oracle card, number thirty-five, progressed. And as I look back through my week, through last week, throughout last week, the progress really showed up. Truly, um, internally, because I have been diving into my own internal fractures and darkness and subconsciousness and unconsciousness. So all the things that are shared within the card progress number thirty-five advancement. Gaining recognition, appreciation, achievement, acceleration, steady gains, and increased clarity. These are all the qualities that I feel I have explored and received and. Gained more clarity around, and when you work with your own energetics, when you work with your own bodily sensation and feelings and psyche and dreams, uh, what happens is that you begin to see more clearly what kind of feelings show up. For you and what trigger you, so I have been exploring deeply about what are my main triggerings, and because this is where I can be healed and feel whole within. And it doesn't matter what is going on externally in the collective, in the social experience. Um, what we are experiencing is really through our own internal feelings and in、um, the lens that we perceive, which. Is influenced by our sensation and feelings, and so looking to what trigger us 
allow us to begin to see where we can focus our energy for healing, for loving, and for making whole so that we can uh, not just move further inward, but also away from blaming. And as we move away from blaming, from further shaming ourselves, and from shaming others, we begin to find integrity and we begin to live in that integrity within ourselves which is all about self-trust and since birth most of us unless we have a perfect parent and um, perfect family which we don't uh, most of us have been from day one experiencing the kind of environments and the kind of relationships that take us out from our own intuition, from our own bodily sensation and emotional feelings, and from our own um, creative dreams and imagination. Just think of, you know, when we had um, the needs and the desire to to eat and to drink, and we were completely uh, relying on when our parents, when our caretakers were able, when we were babies and when we were helpless and um, physically vulnerable and in need of complete care, we were relying completely on their timings and on their ability and on their capacity to take care of us. And because of that, a lot of our needs, a lot of our instinctual desires were not met, were repressed so over and over again we had to meet our caretakers our parents um, need to be in their own timing and be in their ability and capacity to take care of us and it's not just when we were thirsty and when we were um, when we were hungry, but also when we felt uncomfortable, when we felt dirty, when we had to go and relieve ourselves and be cleansed afterward. Right? So all these things that were often for a lot of us were not met sufficiently that led to our sense of mistrust, of distrusting right, the people and the in environment around us that also influence our capacity to trust and to be in our own integrity because we had to constantly, constantly work with someone else 
timing and someone else's capacity. The full moon reveals what is hidden in our subconscious and unconscious. So that's why I wanted to start out our reflection time together today on that. And because you have had a week to observe within yourself what showed up, um, I hope you take this time to connect to the revelation and perhaps grab your favorite drink and grab a pen and a journal if you are listening to this podcast sitting upright and are fully conscious otherwise let's exchange our energy in a more restorative way and you might like to lie down in shavasana or in a yoga nidra position and connect with me energetically taking in the vibration. I am diving into the beta brainwave, but I also hope to move in to a more fluid um, alpha relaxation, creativity, and theta brainwave, a more meditative body brain wave frequency and those are the kind of vibration that i hope to offer to you so that you can explore what's going on in your mind in your heart and in your body this is truly the groundwork. So if you have been experiencing a lot of triggering and um, perhaps feeling the manif manifestation of mental distraction and confusion and um, the need to hide or the need to shut down mentally and physically if you have been experiencing um, aches and pains uh, some kind of fibromyalgia manifestation these are clues to to know and also um, the inability to sleep or to sleep deeply um, the dreams may be very disturbed and they don't allow you to move into the delta brain body wave uh, frequency so that the body can heal um you know these are all clues to come back to the ground work of restoration come back to the rest come back to the activation of parasympathetic nervous system so that you can relax and release and uh, begin to find your internal flow and begin 
to a resource internally and find a sense of wholeness within your own heart and your body. So when I experienced triggering last week, what I would do is to really remind myself. And this often happened after I blew up. And, you know, whether I um, kind of imploded within myself, like really feeling a lot of uh, sensation and, and uncomfortable sensation within myself that I really didn't want to deal with and then trying to take it out on others, on my animals, on my partner. So, you know, often the the realization comes after the blow up. So the blow up is the kind of the, the physical manifestation of the subconscious and of the unconscious. And um, and it had to to show up for you to really see and for for you to experience some kind of relief. And then it's up to you to move that uh, more internally into your own heart or continue to react in the way that create more fracturing uh, with your relationships with like for me it would be my my close relationships at home with my animals my dogs and my and my partner right and um because i i have thankfully uh, been able to peel myself off of social media and 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 really um, limit also my interaction with with the um, other people in my life, except my very very close friends, with which I also limit. And you know, you have to know yourself. If you begin to breakdown, if you begin to experience inability to sleep and a lot of physical discomfort, you have to admit to yourself that you need time, you need space, especially if you are an empath, which is to simply say that you are a a sensitive person and looking from the astrologer astrological perspective your moon may be in pisces my moon is in um, scorpio and always look at the at the moon aspect when you look astrologically which i do and i offer for our moon wisdom reflection which also relates to our weekly meridian practices so i always bring it um, down to to the moon aspects because um, these allow me to focus on the bodily, physical sensation as well as the immediate um, emotional uh, reactivity and 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 feelings that are uh, going on right now. So it's an invitation for you to do the same. It simply is a reminder to not uh, take 
our physical sensation and emotional feelings so personally to the point that we cannot look in a more um, spacious way. And as my I mentioned earlier, that uh, most of us were trained since birth to constantly, constantly um, look for the misalignment and the threats that are um, happening in our external immediate environment. So our attention has been trained throughout our lifetime to to move externally and to move outward and to be in a constant re activity, um, whether we react with uh, fighting, with the need to fight, or with the need to to flight, or to flee, or with the need to freeze, to become rigid, which is my personal tendency, or um, for a lot of us um, who are very, very sensitive, very emotional-centered, um, um, we tend to go on in what's been found now um, called fawning. And fawning is, is basically trying to make peace and, uh, and looking to please others, looking for, for validity from the, from the people that we deem um, important to our own sense of safety. So constantly, constantly, um, we have been trained to look away from our own intuition, from our own physical and emotional sensation, from our own capacity to trust that we can find fluidity and wholeness within ourselves um, now that we are adults and we can begin to resource within ourselves the kind of sensation and feelings that we need through our ability to simply rest, to simply relax and release all of that mental thoughts, manifestation in relationship to the news that we hear, to the things that other people say, to release all of that and to simply turn inward, see into our own hearts, and feel into our own bodies. So, you know, that's what I have been after. I blew up throughout last week. And, and you know, beyond that, you know, this is what I have been practicing really heavily throughout the pandemic time because... I can because I have been afforded 
this time and space to really turn inward. And not all of us can. So I I I do acknowledging that. I do acknowledge that. And but if you can, if you are afforded time and space, it is so nurturing to your own heart and to your own body body to your own capacity to heal right to take that privilege and to give your sp- yourself space and time for not just yourself but for the people immediately in your life and the people that can receive right the kind of empathy the kind of conscious uh, service and reciprocity that you can offer so immediately after i blew up i you know i may yelled something out to my partner um or just kind of react abruptly and unkindly um, to to my dogs, or you know, if I if I um, got a message, an email, or or something from my friend, um, I may immediately in my mind uh, think about something that is unpleasant and just recognize all of those things uh, within myself, and in taking the time to step back to calm down, to do the ground work of turning toward my own heart space and feeling all the way down into my solar plexus, into my root um, area of the pelvic region and all the way down into my legs and feet in order to relax, to release, and to find the sense of flow, movement, fluidity, flexibility, so that I can begin to again trust that wholeness can be found within myself. And wholeness is really just the cyclical rhythm that I can explore within myself so that I am not caught in this, you know, repeating broken a record of reactivity, of blowing up and yelling and blaming and and um, mistrusting the people in my life, which is basically the same as mistrusting myself, mistrusting my intuition, mistrusting my capacity to heal and find wholeness in myself. And because all of the things that I've just mentioned uh, begin in the fracture 
within our personal psyche, within our own moon, within our own ability to metabolize our own physical sensation and emotional feelings and the information that comes through as thoughts, as mental symbols, imaginations, and dreams. It's all happening within ourselves to heal, to heal the pandemic, to heal the global warming, to heal the violence at all levels is to come back and to heal within each of our inner self, the fracture within that we cannot get away from this. Otherwise, it's just the broken record over and over and over again. And there is so much grief. There is so much sadness that we are all carrying. And yesterday, I uh, there was this beautiful tribute to Shadwick uh, Boseman, the the beautiful black actor that just passed away from colon cancer and you know i was i was looking at that tribute in the back page of the art and culture section of the sunday newspaper and you know i'm old school so once a week, I, I give myself this. Um, actually, it's a gift from my partner, from my husband, Eric. Um, I, I get the Sunday newspaper, actual newspaper of the New York Times. And so I was reading that tribute and and I and I was just kind of internalizing it and taking it to the energetic, um, the heartfelt awareness level. And I was just connecting to the sadness and to the grief um, that connect to, to the Taurus energy, which connects to the large intestine meridian, which connects to the colon cancer that that he, that um, Chadwick uh, Boseman experienced, and, and he found um, that he was in the the third stage cancer, I believe, in two thousand sixteen, right? And by two thousand nineteen, he was in the fourth stage. And in Taoist medicine, the uh, um, in alignment with the with astrology, um, it connects the uh, the colon, the large intestine, right, with the Taurus energy, the the metal element of large intestine is being supported by the by the carnal carnal earth of of taurus 
and it connects to the sensuality and ability to experience sensual joy and sensual love which um, connects to the um, the opposite of the Taurus which is Aries and the opposite of the large intestine which is the lung the lung meridian which of course connect to the the Aries sign and so that connects to the joy and the lightness and the inspiration Alright, so when there is a lot of sad sadness and and grief that is held in the large intestine in the colon meridian we cannot experience joy we cannot experience inspiration in it in its full form and and so you know i i just kind of internalizing that through um through the experience of of shadwick boseman's and what came up for me was was that this 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 cancer is is you know speaking to him through all the roles that he was playing in particular Jackie Robinson you know this you know this huge um symbol for black lives for in particular a black man and you know thinking of how he had to study the life of um of Jackie Robinson and you know other roles as well that he was playing that he had to study that he had to embody and of course the griefs and the sadness and the pain and the violences that that these black lives and these black men um had to endure right so all of those were coming up for me yesterday as i was reading um the tribute for shadwick boseman and when i looked into his eyes what came up for me was the eyes of James Baldwin. And so, you know, I saw this Netflix, Netflix um, documentary of James Baldwin. I am not your Negro. Um, probably probably several months back and immediately I wanted to watch it but I knew that it was going to be really hard really difficult to metabolize so I just pushed it off push it off push it off every time I saw it um, but yesterday I recognized um, the eyes of Chadwick Boseman's and, and I recognized James Baldwin's eyes 
And so I finally watch the documentary. I am not your Negro. And then it dawned on me that the eyes, the expression of these men's eyes, the expression, like the same expression of my granddad's eyes, the same expression of my uncle's eyes, and even my dad's eyes. And it's the expression of long-held sadness and grief. So, um, yeah, I had to take a little break. I got super emotional and I still kind of am. And, and it's okay at this point because I feel like it is a kind of, of energy and, and drive that, that can take us uh, deep into, into um, the kind of vibration that we need to metabolize um, this energy. And I recognize this, this long-held uh, grief and, and sadness as a response, really, an internal response to the misalignment long time, 3,000 years, and in particular, the last 300 years, long time misalignment of energy, of having the incapacity to to heal, to make whole because there has been uh, so much reactivity and so much external uh, violence that there has been no time and no space for our ancestors and for our Black and Indigenous kin in particular um, to release. Okay, so it's long held and it has to do with toxic masculinity that it that is um, also the wounded femininity and I'm not saying this as as men or as just police or military or government toxic masculinity and wounded femininity um, are in all of us in all of us and and we have to recognize them in our own self in order for us to get anywhere and not, not and not constantly playing this broken record of reactivity. So today, today's moon is in alignment with Taurus. Right, coming from a very hot, perhaps also reactive. Uh, moon in Aries. So if you live near me or somewhere um, in California or close by, uh, we had a huge heat wave and this is in alignment with moon in Aries, cardinal fire coming out of the 
um, full moon in in Pisces, which gave us a few days of um, uh, cooling temperature, and then right after that, here we experience a lot of heat, and so that's as well when I experienced a good amount of blow up, of blowing up, which um, which allow me to to release, and then after that to really practice the ground work of moving inward to find rest and relaxation. And and wholeness and healing with within and then from there I was able to relate to the immediate beings in my life um, in a way that is more uh, masculine and feminine um, balancing way so with the with the waning Gibbous Moon in Taurus today, September 7th, Moon Day, tomorrow, Mars Day, September 8th. Um, it is an invitation to really dive into the alpha brainwave frequency to relax and to do the ground work to really look at the long-held sadness and grief and to do what uh, we can to find some kind of sensual pleasure and joy. And physically, with the Taurus in alignment with the large intestine, um, release physically with some yin practices. Right, with that excess heat, uh, cool yourself down and uh, release through your large intestine meridian or running along the back of your arms. So you might like to do some forward fold, stretching the back of your arms as well as across the back of your lungs, your upper back. If you need tonification, if it is the inspiration that you need more of, open up your heart, open up your lung line, right, and, and create more compression through back bend so that you can open your lung space across your chest and along your inner, uh, inner and underarm. Tomorrow we will, or the moon will, which means that our body and heart as well, influenced by the moon and the water or the fluid body within ourselves, the feeling body, will move into alignment with a Gemini at 2.27 p.m. Pacific time and will be in Gemini on Mercury Day, which also is ruled by Gemini, Mercury, or Mercury actually ruled Gemini. 
Taurus, Gemini. And so we stay there in Gemini until Thursday, Jupiter Day, where or when rather we will move into the perfect uh, half moon waning, half moon phase in Gemini pretty early at 2.26 a.m. Pacific time. So the Gemini uh, will be in Jupiter Day, on Jupiter Day, moving us into the waning half moon. So at that time, the mutable air of Gemini can support the stomach meridian the earth element of the stomach meridian so you might like to open your stomach line running along the entire front line of your body tonify by stretching and opening um uh, purify rather by stretching and opening and tonify by compressing so compressing through a forward fold or compressing through um spinal twists Right, compressing the stomach solar plexus region can help to tonify your stomach meridian. And then we will move into Venus Day Friday um, to the moon in Cancer at 1.22 a.m. Right, so the waning half moon in Gemini happening at 2.26 a.m. on Thursday, but we will we would have been in, uh, we will be rather in Gemini by that time for a couple of days. And we will um, move into Cancer on Friday, Venus Day, and we'll be in Cancer on Saturn, day and on Sunday as well and on Sunday we will then move into the balsamic moon or the dark moon phase in Leo at 8.32 a.m. Okay, so you know we have the three the three moon energies that we can focus on, moon in Taurus, moon in Gemini, and moon in Cancer that can support our large intestine meridian, our stomach meridian, and then lastly, with the moon in Cancer, connecting to the cardinal water element, supporting our spleen meridian and the spleen meridian uh, runs next to the stomach meridian in the upper region of the body along the front spine 
um, in the lower body instead of running along the front of the body, like the stomach meridian, the spleen meridian runs along the inner legs. So you want to stretch your inner legs, your inner groin, if you like to purify the spleen meridian. And if you like to tonify it, then you would compress through forward fold, through again, spinal twist, and through um, compressing the inner legs as opposed to stretching the inner legs like dragonfly or like butterfly. You would bring and compress your legs together as in um, shoelace position instead. And most of us need to strengthen the healthy masculinity, the non-toxic masculinity um, as in the ability and the capacity to respond um, consciously to be responsible um, to our own internal sensation and feelings, which are our expressions of femininity, right? So we have to learn to respond to respond um, in a responsible way, in a healthy, masculine way, our wounded uh, physical and emotional feelings. This means that when we practice in a yogic way, you know, when we uh, practice through bodily asana, bodily movement, or bodily uh, stretching and opening, or bodily purification and tonification. We need both. We need both stretching and compressing, and we need both um, uh, tonification and purification. So you don't have to worry, oh, you know, am I doing supposed to be doing just stretching or am I supposed to be doing just compressing you don't need to worry about that um, what you can focus on is to focus on the intuitive um, sense of of balance of trusting what feels good and what's feel what feels right and what feels correct in your own body and then just tune your attention. This is all about tuning your attention to, to the Taurus, to the Gemini, to the Cancer, to their elements, and then in supportive of the meridians and of the elements that are in alignment with them. This is just all about creating the space, which is intention, the space and the time to tune into them feelingly. Right? This is not this is not about um you know projecting what we need to do but about being 
in that space of trust that already we know in our body what needs to be done. So the biggest part of our intuitive embodiment practice is really to normalize, normalize our intuition, is to, to trust in ourselves, is to be in our own integrity, is to be willing to let go of the distraction and the addiction um, to the to outside uh, resourcing and is to take the full responsibility um, of our own of our own thoughts, uh, feelings, and sensation, and however we can, right? To 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 bring in the inspiration from the outside world because there are so many, so many inspirations ready uh, to, to, to offer kind of a reminder, an external pathway that allow you to turn inward, internally, you know, like me pointing to the moon so that you can feel the moon inside your own heart and body, like Chadwick Boseman. And James Baldwin pointing to um, the sadness and the grief that have been long held in each and every one of us. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave you with that reflection. And I hope some small part of my sharing of my reflection um, is helpful to you. And I wish you all the love and all the recognition and the healing that you can find within your own intuition through your own intuitive embodiment practice. Thank you. Goodbye. Lock on and all my love.